Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are back here with Catherine Zitterbart. Excited to have her and her precious kitty cat uh, joining us, the owner and uh, counselor, mental health counselor, shall I say, of her own company. She's based out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but uh, really she's internationally certified and she's helping so many and it's KTZ, right? So K-A-Y-T-E-E-Z-E-E.com. That's her website. We're going to get to know her here for new timers. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself to start, KT. I think a great label for me today is trauma-informed somatic sex counseling and um, trauma work, somatic trauma work. So working through the body to address stress and trauma. That's what we'll talk about today. What do you think? All right. Sounds planned. And good. Let me just find out a little bit about your background. So those that may not know uh, Mm -hmm. what you do, Uh, there's a lot to you. Just tell us a little bit about you specifically. Yeah, I am a sex educator and um, activist in LGBT liberating bodies, um, you know, space. And my practice is three, there's, I use three S's. It's the three S's, somatics, which is mm-hmm. the body, yep. sexuality, which is all the good stuff. And it doesn't even have to be the stupin. We're just feeling good. And sound, the importance of vibration, toning, rhythm in helping to change brain states. And we can do that. You could get on my massage table and just receive passively. We could have a dance party and everything in between. It's all up to what your body is wanting to do Mm -hmm. to relax. All right. Well, for today, let's start off with what does it mean to be uh, sex uh, positive? What it means to be sex positive at its core is to be aiming to reduce shame around sex and sexuality for human beings. Um, and it is, it's, it's an academic concept, but if, if we look at how like world organizations, global organizations discuss sexual health, I've actually pulled up the World Health Organization because it's access to comprehensive quality, you know, accurate information about sex and sexuality, to have access, to be able to access care, family planning, abortions, yes, are on the table with this, that we're, we, that we, in order to experience sexual safety, security, and have a sex positive life, need to know that, that we're not necessarily going to face a consequence for having even an idea or a certain kind of relationship. Um, this perspective says that especially women and children are oppressed in the dynamic and the work over time is to shift that, but also recognizing that dynamic is harmful for men as well, that, that we're all hurting when we root sex into shame and violence. And so a lot of what I'm about is re-rooting. One of the distinctions I've been speaking to this week is the difference between being saved and being safe. That a lot of us who carry trauma and stress and just being in the world, it's like, please, somebody just, just get me out of this, right? And we often need to do that, but that, the, that's like repotting the plant. I'm about, let's get the, the roots growing. Let's find what your soil is. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you like. Let's explore. And then to do so in a way that centers your agency, your primacy, and your sovereignty 
in the dynamic. So I flip the counselor dynamic. A lot of us do, by the way, anybody who labels themselves trauma-informed ethically, that's like the first thing you do is you get rid of the hierarchy in the relationship. Um, so the, the therapeutic relationship in, in a sex positive context tends to be more like I experience it like second grade library or like cookies after lunch. Like it's just really the whole idea is that you're just you're stepping into and remembering that you can just experience relaxation. And I find that just makes the deeper stuff a little bit easier to um, get to. Got it. And yeah. uh, you mentioned somatics. And yes, somatics. Sound therapy is important too. What else did you want to share? Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about somatics if we can. Yeah. So, um, and I'm going to try to do this without being confusing. So <laughs> I might need your assistance because sure. I can be confusing. The mind and the body. So the mind would be cognitive, any idea-based thing, all, all visualization, all future thinking is, is in the mind. Um, therapies like cognitive behavior therapy mm -hmm. would be centering the mind. Somatics centers the body, the soma. And it doesn't, for me, only center my body and your body. It centers the environment that we're in, okay. the context of the social structures that influence our lives, the plant, it's, it is the body, right? Mm -hmm. And for people who have experienced trauma, for people who are neurodivergent, so those of us with autism, um, if you have even dyslexia, um, you know, Tourette's, any number of realities, changing the mind is, is an almost guaranteed fail only because of how the science has grown it's been it's yeah. all grown from the mind it's not grown from the body the the spirit is grown from the body uh -huh. so i think what we're seeing now is especially with trauma science this like oh yeah we really do need to get the body in to this conversation this therapeutic dynamic and i present an opportunity to fill the gap so I understand the science. I can speak the science. I have a background in yoga, dance, movement, art, all of that. And I can bring that into it. And then, so I actually work in a clinical context. I work in a um, therapy office. Got it. Well, you, yeah. you didn't need my help there at all. That was very understandable. Right, oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. You're I'm, like, I'm paying extra close attention. Like, what? I need to save her. I'm like, no, she's good. She's good. Yeah, she's fine. good. And talk about how your approach is, you know, different than most. In I, well, I can't say for I don't know what most approaches are. I can tell you for sure, though, I don't use formulas. And that's why I'm confusing the people because they'll say, what do I, what, what am I ordering? And I'm like, you are ordering an experience that we're going to co-create. I like to think of myself. This is terrible. Have you, do you know what a pro-dom is? No, I don't. A dominatrix. Oh, okay. I know that word. Yeah. I think of myself like a pro-dom, but there's absolutely no sex, absolutely no BDSM, absolutely none of that. But I'm relative in the dynamic. I'm holding the, the container. And then all of my actions and behaviors are for your benefit. But when you go to a pro-dom, you don't 
go to, you don't just walk into the room and then have an experience. Like when you go to your therapist, yeah. what are we talking about today? No. When you go to a pro dom, it's what are we experiencing today? Interesting. So we're building the playground as we go. And what I find is um, even just like taking some of the, the, the hierarchy, shifting that dynamic, I hear people say, oh my gosh, that's how it is. Yeah, right. that's all it is. So it can be as simple as breathing, but it, it's so um, new for people often. Awesome. And uh, yeah, and maybe also uh, because I am traumatized, <laughs> neurodivergent, you know, and um, I, I, I don't know. My father used to say like, Katie, your friends could have seven heads and you'd be like, whatever. And that's true. Like, just don't try to kill me. Let's just hang out. Like, so I really yeah. just want to be friend friendly. So. Oh, yeah. And by the way, let's remind everyone how we can reach out to you before we continue. K-A-Y-T-E-E-Z-E-E.com. Perfect. And do you want to share a phone number or any social media pages? 617-543-9642. Um, I'm Catherine Zitterbart or KDZ pretty much everywhere. So. All right. What else did you want to share for today? Yeah. Um, so I wanted to walk you through just like what might be a different way to experience the mind and the body, okay. but doing the same thing. And I don't, we'll see how it works. Does that okay. sound? Like Sounds good to me. I, and then I was thinking some people will be watching and some people will be listening. So wherever the human is on the other end of this, you're listening. If you're operating heavy machinery, please be aware of that. Thank you. Okay. So you have two hands, right? Mm -hmm. Not everybody does. Awesome. <laughs> Put them together. Yeah. Just like bring your hands together and start rubbing them and maybe slow your breathing down a little and the rubbing. And so we're, we're, um, this is, uh, just to do something, right? What are you doing right now? I'm noticing my hands are soft. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm touching my skin. I'm feeling heat. Ooh, she already talked about feeling. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah. That's great. Is anything coming like from the inside out? Uh, like, well, I'm feeling feel pain because I have a tendon issue here. I'm feeling pain, but that's my own issue. Oh, well, let's take the rub of the hand uh -huh. and just place it on where you're feeling a little bit of discomfort. Mm -hmm. Bring smile to your lips and imagine the smile going through your hand. And that's all. Just like you would offer your child a kind hand if they're in a little bit of pain mm -hmm. and just smile. And you're, it's like you're, you're acknowledging, you know how we just need to be acknowledged so mm -hmm. often we don't need to change it. Now people aren't seeing this. Jill's breathing has changed. Your shoulders have dropped. Oh, your eyes are relaxed oh, uh -huh. and we can just let that, let that go. Okay. How do you feel? Good. I never thought about smiling my pain and acknowledging and why not? I see you. I didn't realize I stopped. I, I, I knew my eyes were getting tired. I kept closing them, but didn't realize it could calm the breathing and relax me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, when we're injured as children, all of us have had early childhood something bad. I mean, everybody, not everybody develops chronic PTSD from it. So some of us do. I am one of us. It's, it's a lovely thing. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but um this, the, the, the doing the, the smiling and acknowledging when we're young, when we're children and we have a need and the need isn't met, even no matter, and it's our perceived need, by the way, okay. it's not like 
I'm not talking abuse. I'm talking, you know, mom left you in the crib for three hours, whatever. So, but those wounds, those we that that gets internalized. You've probably heard that um, the body keeps the score or the body remembers. That's that's the kind of experience that Bessel van der Kolk and Babette Rothschild and all the big names are talking about. They're talking about the experience of having a wound and not having the wound recognized or tended to at the time. And over time, that can become a real problem. And so as adults, we are coming to the table in bodies that are carrying wounds. And when we start to become intimate with somebody, we are exposing our wounds, right? We're also exposing ourselves, and I'm talking energy. Um, and so the act of smiling, the act of relaxing a little bit, the act of shifting from I'm rubbing my hands to, oh, it feels warm. Just that drops you into your body. Mm -hmm. And you might not even as a, you know, a person really be consciously aware. But when I asked you how you were feeling, you were like, oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. So somatics presents a context to begin to notice. And because I actually do know the science of trauma, we're able to do it in a way where you can almost, it's like you can determine how, how much discomfort really <laughs> in this moment because we have to get a little uncomfortable with discomfort, but the most important thing for healing, the most important is to have the experience of safety. And we do that when we relax. Interesting. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah. Hey, I need it every day. Yeah. Think about people out there. Yeah. Who need it now. And they're like, wait, whoa, this is interesting. Never thought about it this so, way. And that smile is the first practice of Tantra. Ah, didn't know eventually, that. yeah. So we will smile to self. We'll smile to organs. Then you start smiling to your sex organs. I know women who have stopped the flow of their menses in this. There's a whole set of practices just for those of us with breast and ovaries, and we wow. are asked to enjoy. Amazing! Can we smile for like better orgasms? Yes. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, obviously we can't learn it within 10 minutes, but I'm just interesting. Well, think about it though. Like, and I'm kinky. Okay. So not all of the sex I have is pretty. I mean, a lot of it is people. So I was like, a lot of it, you might walk through and be like, what? She's enjoying strung up by her toes. I'm not strung up. by but I mean, it looks one way, right? Mm -hmm. My experience is total liberation and freedom. So some people, for some folks, having the lights on is like really racy. That might be something really juicy and exciting, right? And so historically, if a person has that, ooh, it would be like really racy, but then they're rooted in shame, their sex is rooted in shame, then I'm going to feel bad about that. So, and this is why I go to the child and to play mm -hmm. because the experience of orgasm energy when it's used for benefit is the experience of joy and fun. Mm -hmm. And um, kids know joy and fun. Yeah, you're right. And so. I work with folks with a lot of religious trauma who, you know, I have one client who any, any rising, any, any awareness in her pelvis, even though she does not want some, some just come, the programming comes in and says, no. So 
talk therapy, cognitive therapy, Gottman. There's, um, I'm in internal family systems with what I do. There, these are amazing, amazing, amazing. Let's also get the body involved because once the body is involved, then it can be in alignment with what we would like mm-hmm. in our minds mm-hmm. and have really good sex or not. I don't know. I'm not in your bed. <laughs> but, yes. you can use it but I can be. <laughs> yes. Well, you're in New York. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, by the way, and you're working with people all over the world with this. I work, yeah, you're all over the world locally here in Pittsburgh in person. And um, I was just thinking when you're saying what do you get, like some people truly were just, we're primarily doing um, sexy focused yoga, private yoga. And then again, we can get in, you know, it's it can be a lot more um, I will tell you that I, I am very happy to refer out to a licensed clinician if somebody goes to me and says, I just remembered I was molested at three. Can you help me remember? I say no. Wow, yeah. Please go talk to this other person. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assisting with the, the body part. Mm-hmm. So I it's a it's wonderful when I get to be part of a care plan for folks who are you know, really addressing big, major transformation that, you know, just like your, just the therapy, the therapist itself isn't holding so much responsibility Mm -hmm. for that. And people refer out to yoga, people refer, how do you know what you're referring to? Have you tried yoga? Do you know how many people have you tried? What does that even mean, Jill? I don't know. I teach yoga, but if somebody's going to recommend it, in the, uh, you know, to address like chronic pain and trauma, mm-hmm. let's, let's have a little bit. So um, sometime, maybe next time or the, um, we speak, we could chat a little bit about like discernment as a human. And when you're seeking services, some of the questions you might want to ask, Absolutely. but you know, people come to me, people go to therapy, people go, to, we're coming because we're hungry, we're harmed and we need help, hungry, harmed and help. Mm-hmm. And my thing is let's, do that in a way that keeps you in charge as much as possible, because that sense of agency is what's going to help rewire your brain. It's going to change how your prefrontal cortex <laughs> experiences mm-hmm. stress, experiences things. And, and with chronic trauma in particular, it changes the structure of the brain. It's a brain injury. Interesting. I say injury, yeah. not damage, but it does. It transforms the brain. Okay. So... When people say, oh, I just want to get better, and I'm like, that's nice. Um, but also, you're in a totally new operating system. So we look for the balance. And that's why I love the Taoism in this, because sometimes you're going to relax because you have a rage moment, and you go to a rage room, and you break things. True, and yes. Sometimes you're going to relax by like mm-hmm. going on a kite, go, you know, flying a kite. Yeah. And so Taoism really permits that kind of the idea that you can relax through action, which I love. I love it. All right. Wow. We still got five minutes left in the show. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Ask me Four a minutes, But still, it's like crazy. It, it happens like this. It goes so fast all the time. I mean, um, just, you know, for people that don't know you that well, I just want to mm-hmm. point out uh, again, uh, if you go to the website, it's K-A-Y-T-E-E-Z-E-E.com. And there's so much that you offer, not just the semantics, but we talked a little bit about today, uh, the sexual health guidance, uh, 
trauma-informed counseling, which let me just ask you this. Does everyone have some sort of trauma? Have you ever, is there anyone out there that's pure with no trauma? I would argue today there are 8 billion humans on the planet carrying trauma. Um, And some of it's born into us genetically through the word for down generations, you'd say? Yeah. The word for that is epigenetics. Okay. And there's a lot of, it changes the DNA. So what happens is maternal stress. Oh, by the way, this is why black women die in childbirth more besides the fact that they're just shit upon by our medical system. Black bodies have inherited really through colonialism, through literally being used as money, through chattel slavery, through all of this, there, this is now this is in the body. Oh, and now we're putting them in jail because we don't have the amendment that lets us keep, you know, so yeah, women, children, disabled, if you're not a wealthy white man with a penis and able-bodied or whatever, yeah, you're having challenge. But when people say they're trauma informed, this is like what we're talking about right now. I know all the science. I, I, it's really important. This is what we're going to talk about next time. The difference between being trauma informed and how you do something and informed about trauma, because to be trauma informed, you don't need to know anything about trauma. This is why you love your second grade teacher. This is why we love Mr. Rogers. This is why you love the Buddha. This is why we, we aspire to sainthood because they're, are they talking to you about polyvagal theory and like pain pathways? No, they're saying love thy neighbor. And so when I say body and mind, the love, thy neighbor, the practices of compassion, the practices, the, the actual, the doing, that's the body and the learning is the mind. Mm. And yes, every single human on the planet is traumatized right now. Look what's going on now in Israel. You have this whole other war starting. It's just. I live in Pittsburgh and I am very much pro-Palestine and pro-Jewish human. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I saw an admiral in the Navy break down in tears discussing what he had seen. An admiral in the Navy who has been to how many? conflicts. So let's also recognize that this impacts our experience of pleasure. This impacts our experience of orgasm. This impacts everything. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, or otherwise, but like all of this. So when people say like, oh, all I need to do is write down in my journal and change my thoughts and I'm going to have better sex. I go, wow, you're much more amazing than I, like, I really (laughs) need a lot more assistance. Um, But yeah, smiling, that, that smiling and I like the hands because it reminds me that I have a body. Mm-hmm. It's also a nice way to be present, healing trauma, healing somatics. All this happens now. It's not happening tomorrow. It didn't happen last night. And we can stay present so many ways. We, you don't have to navel gaze. Got it. Yeah. Well, thank you for being thank you. here. Thank Remind you. how we can reach out to you again. K-A-Y-T-E-E-Z-E-E.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And going to smile more today. Deliver that positivity throughout the body. Yeah, offer that carpal tunnel some love. Thank you so much, Katie. I appreciate it. You have a great day. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. We'll be back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. 
W.A., put yourself in her shoes. How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve, is now a good time? No? Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.